Hello, welcome back to the Field Trip Podcast. As always, my name is Brent Trahune. Be sure to check out all the, the links and everything that you've ever wanted to know about me. It's just brentcomedy.com. Uh, but without further ado, let's get to my guest and our topic, which the topic is the wonderful movie known as The Velocipaster, which <laughs> I know it it's exact it's kind of exactly how it sounds, but I'm talking uh about the Velocipaster with my friend uh, Valerie Tossi. Hi, Valerie. Hey, how are you? Good. So we met uh, this year. I, you know, uh, for the first time in San Francisco. So uh, now we become fast friends. And by that, I mean, I was like, do you want to do my podcast to help promote your album, which we should talk about right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, up top. Oh, what a gem. Uh, (laughs) uh, I am. I'm doing. uh, I just announced the pre-order for my uh, debut comedy album, Beach Trash with uh the label blonde medicine i'm super super stoked i recorded it at the comedy attic in bloomington at the end mm-hmm. of august and uh yeah i'm i you know after the last couple of years we've had i didn't know if i would ever get to do comedy again so to be able to yeah put out an album is pretty damn cool which i think you were you know always working on material for the album recording but my second album was recorded at the comedy attic as well Oh, so they're the best. I can at least vouch for the uh, recording quality, but also the <laughs> comedy because I saw you perform. But uh, yeah, I so know. and that is out. And when is it out in January? Right. Yeah. The pre-orders are open now and then the it gets officially released on January 21st. OK. And the the pre-orders, that is so important to like just make it on the charts. It's like a slingshot. So every pre-order uh, you know, uh, once you're done listening to this and you search Valerie on uh, whatever platform you pre-order it and each pre-order is like a slingshot. And then once it's released, she'll go to number one on iTunes, hopefully. That's and all I that want. Stuff. You guys make this happen, please. My mother didn't talk to me for two months because of a joke that's on this album. Make it worth it. <laughs> that is worth it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you we, I said, hey, you know, what do you want to you know, this is a topic based show. What? And I gave you kind of the gist of what I've done on the show. And you suggested the Velocipaster. So yeah. <laughs> what 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 about it was like, oh, this will this is good because I know you and I have talked horror i'm a big horror fan and i yep. th- i think you like the x files a lot yeah i'm a uh, horror nerd too so i love 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 yeah so and this is i would say horror adjacent or horror i you know it depends on how you want to classify it but what was your reasoning behind picking velocipaster this movie is just such an absolute like it's it's insane like it, it's exactly what it sounds like it knows what it is which is why mm-hmm. it's so fun and I even just stumbled across it a few months back where uh, during the pandemic, my brother came out to help me move and stay with me. And we got super high one night and just found <laughs> this insane movie. And I was like, what is this? So uh, the tagline is a man of the claw. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> at the cover. It's, you know, man of it the claw. Is, it's so good. And then this is the, uh, the quick, like little blurb about it. After losing his parents, a priest, yes, a priest, travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. Mm -hmm. Although he is horrified by the new power, a hooker convinces him to use it to fight crime. It is the most insane thing I've ever seen. 
Uh, the budget for this movie, just a cool $35,000. Yes. And, and in my head, I'm like, that's a, a crazy amount of money. But in movie talk, that's not that's not anything. Oh, no, that's like to us as dirtbag comedians, that's a life changing amount of money. But like, yeah, but like for a, a whole ass film, like absolutely not. And the, the thing is, this movie doesn't look bad, like just the, the shot quality and cinematography. If you know, if you want to call it that for this movie, like it looks good. Yeah, it, it does look good. And like there's one of my favorite parts of the film is uh, there's literally a. Um, <laughs> there's a scene, I, I don't want to spoil anything, <laughs> but there's a scene where, uh, they deal with the death of, um, his parents, which you already know, cause I mentioned it, mm-hmm. but when they show that scene, because it's such a low budget and it's campy <laughs> that they literally show the parents are supposed to be in a car that's on fire. And it's literally the parents doing like space work with like like pretending to sit in a car that doesn't exist yeah. and then it just says special effects graphics and at the bottom yeah uh v- vfc car on fire and it cuts to that at least three or four times between him being like no and then you know just an empty parking spot of no car which again from the jump you know what you know that this movie knows what it is you know I truly don't think I've ever laughed so hard because it's like mm-hmm. so out of control that I was just like, I, this is, it was just too good. It was too good. And I was like, I was thinking about it. Cause I'm like, where on earth? Like, cause you, you see the other movies like Sharknado and like mm-hmm. all that other stuff. And you're like, where do people come up with this? And then I was doing some digging and apparently this movie was inspired uh, by an autocorrect error on the writer director's phone. Yeah. Brendan Steer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was was texting and apparently it was not it was not a Velociraptor. It said Velocipaster. And then that that's where it's like you made a whole movie off of an autocorrect. That'd be like like all of a sudden, like <laughs> I just decided to do a movie called He's a Ducking Moron. I was about <laughs> to say like they made a some kind of porn thing, but it turned out to be they're all just ducking and whatever that means, you like, know? Oh, that's so funny. Like I can't this the, just the dedication to really leading into the autocorrect. I'm here for it. Uh, now, are you, I guess this is called, you know, is in like a B movie festival is what it was called. So, and I was trying to like, see what, what is a B movie? What is that classified? You know, how is that classified? So would you say Valerie, that this is a B movie? I think, yes, I, I think, I mean, honestly, even a B, I think is being pretty generous. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think uh, a, a big yeah. thing is low, low budget um, and and cheesy. So sometimes that like that means the movie knows what it is or sometimes it's completely unaware mm-hmm. of what that is. But I would I would say, yes, this is a B movie. I agree with you. Yeah, 100 percent. And it, but it does have like a cult following now, which is so funny because people like really loved it and I think it is because it wasn't trying to be some like artistic masterpiece like it knows exactly what it is yeah like I think if this were like a serious take on this like it would have starred Nicolas Cage oh god right which who I'm I I'm a big fan of Nicolas Cage I like what he does but if it was like a serious take on this it would have it still would have been great but just not as like we're not in on the joke you know 
Right. I think the only other, it would either be Nicolas Cage and the only other person that I could kind of see doing it is like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's so funny. Like it really, it really, really is. It's just, oh God, now I want to see the Nicolas Cage version of it because the movies he's been doing, I haven't seen Pig yet, but um, I did see what was the other one that he did? You think, where probably he, thinking Willie's Wonderland. Is that the one you're thinking I, of? No, okay. I still haven't seen that one either. It was the one before that where it was like he was living in the woods and his uh, he was like a logger and his girlfriend was um, Mandy. Yes, Mandy. That movie yeah. is out of control. It the soundtrack the, the the score of that movie is great, and I just I I was watching it being like I don't really know what's going on in this. Of course, I watched it with a phone in my hand, so. Like with Velocipastor, I didn't have a phone in my hand, but Mandy, yeah, I was I was, halfway through. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I guess I'm sticking with this till it ends. It's it, honestly, it's like it's pretty rough. Like I didn't I knew it was going to be dark, but I didn't know like how dark. And mm-hmm. when I, I was like, holy shit, like I really wasn't prepared for it. And like, yeah. Velocipastor is just like. It's it's even though it's dealing with dark themes, they make it pretty funny in in the process. Like it yeah. kind of reminds me. Did you ever see um? Did you ever see Tammy and the T Rex? I didn't. And I is is this along the same lines? Because I made a, a list of recommends for people if they like this. But please tell me about Tammy and T Rex. Okay, so Tammy and the T Rex uh was a like campy horror film that again very like low budget, just absolutely ridiculous. It's with Paul Walker. Okay. And uh, it's Paul Walker and Denise Richards. Mm-hmm. And it's like way back. They're very young. And basically like he's now dating her. Her ex-boyfriend goes crazy and like uh, tries to kill Paul Walker. And Paul Walker ends up like dying. But some mad scientist dude takes Paul Walker's brain and puts it inside like an animatronic T-Rex. And the okay. T-Rex like comes to life and seeks revenge on what ha- on like you know, the thugs that killed him, which is like also insane. <laughs> it's like, yeah. How many movies are there going to be with two, with dinosaurs just <laughs> attacking people? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that just the overall, what would you say the best dinosaur movie is? Are we all in agreement that it's Jurassic Park? Oh, of course. It's one of my favorite franchises of all time. I will watch any any one of the ones from the franchise when it's on TV in its entirety. Okay. I don't care how many times I've seen it. I'm trying to think if there are like, uh, when I say dinosaur movies, I'm trying to think if there are other like other huge dinosaur movies besides Jurassic Park. Uh, I mean, there was like, uh, there was the We're Back that was like the animated Yeah, the one. animated one. I remember that as a kid. Yeah, I like that. Or the dinosaurs yeah. TV show, which I don't even classify in the same genre. I'm just- yeah. I just think Jurassic Park owns that genre. Yeah, unless because the only other one I can think of too is like Land Before Time. That's true. Or kind of King Kong. There's a little bit of yeah dinosaurs in that. And, and by the way, I wanted to point out here before we get too far into it, if you want to watch the Velocipaster, <laughs> I watched on Amazon Prime. So there's no commercials. But uh, if you want to watch it on uh, Tubi, t- uh, T-U-B-I, uh, that's a free app and there's a ton of other movies and some of the other movies I will recommend are on Tubi. Uh, it's it's like, it's crazy how you, it's a lot of junk. And then you're like, Oh, I didn't know they had scream on here, which I already have scream, but I'm also like, Oh, they have really good movies on here too. 
Tubi's rad. Like there's, there's another, uh, there's a great documentary on Tubi that I watched recently. Cause I'm a huge pinball nerd mm-hmm. and there's a really great documentary on Tubi that came out, I think in 09, that's called special when lit. That's mm-hmm. kind of like the whole, like the history of pinball. Cause a lot of people didn't know that it was actually banned in the United States for over 30 years. And, uh, it's really fascinating. So you should, you should definitely check it out. I think there was a news story in, I think it was pinball and there's a city north of Indianapolis where I'm from called Kokomo, Indiana, like the beach boy song. <laughs> and I think forever pinball was banned and Coco- it was illegal back in like the fifties where it was, mm-hmm. Oh, that'll make you have sex premarital sex or whatever. So that was like a law that they just turned over in the past 10 years was, Oh, now pinball's legal. It's so crazy because like the reason it was banned because originally it was called pinball because it had a bunch of pins in it mm-hmm. and you would drop the ball down kind of like almost like Plinko and it was um, considered a game of chance. So they, and a lot of like kids were wasting their money in these machines. So they like compared it to gambling and we're like, we have to protect our children. Mm-hmm. So they got rid of it. And then when they kind of rebranded it, they turned it into a game of skill. And that's when like the flippers and everything else kind of came into play. And that's when they could finally start to revive it because they were all based, all the manufacturing companies were based in Chicago and still had tons of clients overseas. But then finally, once they made it legal again, they could start distributing in the U.S. again. And then Gene Simmons started to monetize Kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's crazy how many banned pinball tables there are now. Like there's there's Kiss, there's uh, there's a new Led Zeppelin one that just came out that's Mm -hmm. cool. Uh, Metallica, Guns mm-hmm. N' Roses, The Beatles. Like, there's, uh, I'm, I really want, like, uh, we were talking about like bands that we would want to see that would be really cool. Like, there's an Aerosmith one. Uh, I, there, I, I would love to be the white lady obsessed with the Fleetwood Mac table myself. Okay. Well, that would be my wife. So you guys could play together. So, oh, yeah. We would just fight over who was going to be Stevie Nicks. <laughs> yeah. And who's going to be, was it Christine McVie? I don't yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. Christine. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So watch if you want to, you know, watch a lot. We're not going to do a watch along, but you can watch it. And the other my one of my favorite things about this movie, it was like 70 minutes long, 75 yeah. minutes. And Which really, that is that. some of that is credits. I'm I'm all <laughs> like it took me so long to watch The Irishman because I was I think it's a four hour movie. And I was like, uh, I think it's going to be good. Everything about the parts of the movie is go- is good. But it, I had to I watched it in installments, but the runtime of something will make me put off watching it. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's not like the old days where you'd be like, ooh, a two cassette uh, or you know, <laughs> Titanic with boobs. I, yeah. like, <laughs> But like now, because you think of it as like, OK, it's like an intermission. This is a good place to take a break. We can come back in a little bit but mm-hmm. these like movies like you said that are so long like even a lot of the new marvel and star wars movies it's like i want to watch this in its entirety but i also need to pee like <laughs> yeah yeah and it's just a, such a time suck but then then i won't watch the irishman or whatever i i didn't wa- i haven't watched the beatles get back thing because it's seven hours long and i've started it but then i'll watch just seven hours of the sopranos but i know that's good yeah and i don't have to really pay attention to it at this point i know what's going on yeah and i think too like i'm watching get back like i started it but it's also like because i was a huge beatles nerd when i was a kid but now watching it i'm just like anybody that's dated a musician is like i i've been to enough band practices you're gonna make me watch one now (laughs) (laughs) 
so Velocipastor, it says 2017, but I think it actually was available to people in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, initial thoughts, or did I don't know how you want to break this down. We could talk about the characters. How do you want to start on this? Oh, good Lord. I mean, I, well, I, I, go, you, you go ahead. You, you sound like you have a plan. <laughs> well, I was going to say from the jump, you, you get the you like this movie, there's no like messing around in this movie. You get the parents blowing up and then it's like the seven minute mark. He already has uh, the Velociraptor tooth or claw. I don't remember that turns him into the Velociraptor. So usually in a regular movie, that's like, the origin story is a quarter of the movie. This movie's not messing around. No, this is like, oh, exposition. You're going to get it in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's And that's like a like a Transformers movie. I don't need a reason for the things to be fighting. I just want to see that. Godzilla, same way. Yeah, I know. I'm like, the, is the director of this just a huge Michael Bay fan? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess the, the other thing I appreciate in this... It's clearly low budget, but then like at the very beginning, he's got to go clear his head after his parents die. And it, then it just cuts to him in the woods, but it says China. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because that's the thing. It's like they decided to take every every wacky trope and shove it all in the same movie. Mm-hmm. It's so good and bad. Bad, Yeah, <laughs> where it's clearly it knows what it is. Um, and it. it Again, I, I, again, I don't need the reason why you're going to turn into a velociraptor, but he gets a tooth from a woman running from the woods or in the woods and she Mm -hmm. gets shot. So that's how we get to, but somehow they will chase. She says they will chase you forever if you don't destroy this tooth or whatever it is. (laughs) It's so insane. And then like, he's in, he's in. Uh, he's in the woods in, uh, in China, which was probably the woods in Atlanta, if I had to guess. Yeah, I don't, does it say, did it say where this was filmed? I don't, I I'm sure it says, but. See. I know it was filmed in the States, but. Or was it see. Portland? I don't remember. Oh, that could be, yeah, it could be that. Because so much stuff films down South too. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's wondered. I would, my guess would be somewhere in the South. Okay. He actually, uh, I'm going to look this up now on IMDb because it'll tell you where the shooting locations are. Well, and I, the, I think I think everyone needs to know. <laughs> and it was uh, there are two attempts to get this going via Kickstarter and then Seed and Spark. Which... I love that this was a Kickstarter movie. <laughs> well, it, it didn't even go on Kickstarter. I don't think they fulfilled whatever their goals were. So that uh, the the director's, I guess, mom's friend. I think I'm looking at the Wikipedia just gave him the money so and he, he says he was he is influenced by uh, guillermo del toro del toro so um and i guess it started off with him uh he made like a, a short of trailers and this one really hit so ha- that's how he knew Velocipastor was the one that was he had to make that's gonna be his bread and butter baby yeah <laughs> So apparently this was shot in New York, which is okay. even, which is even funnier because I'm like, how did you get the budget? I mean, like, t- like thirty five thousand dollars. Like this must must have been such a guerrilla style shooting. Like, mm-hmm. well, um, e- even from the the jump in the the movie when he's preaching, it never shows a full church. It's just him up there preaching, which is again how I would would make a movie if if I had you know 
any I assume any movie that I ever make will be low budget or no budget. It's just like we just need him speaking up there and we'll figure it out that it, that's church, you know, yeah, context clues. You know what I mean? We're not paying extras for this shit. Get out of here. Like, yeah, like, you know, it is. Spe- you know, expensive it is to feed a church full of people. Get out of here. Yeah. I, also, I'm just wondering where they got a church or like who who was like, it's it's a movie about what? Yeah, you, exactly. You have to assume if you act asked to film in any church, they want to like give it clearance and then, you know. A guy who's Catholic, uh, you know, you want to film in a church that looks similar to that. And I, I feel like they'd have some questions. Yeah, I feel like so, too. Or they just went in when they knew it was going to be empty. It literally was just like, no one's here. Let's ride. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it uh, filmed in New York, which we are both uh, way off. I can't believe that. They, I mean, this is according to IMDb, but part of me is like, that can't be right. Like, I'm going to. Like, yeah, I feel like there's just oh, okay. So it premiered in Portland. Okay, so this is May, so that's where we must have gotten that idea from. Uh, but yeah, like the because it doesn't say on Wikipedia where it was filmed, so I guess New York is what we're gonna have to go with right now. Which yeah, is bananas. Um, and we 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 have some interesting characters. We have the priest, uh, father, <laughs> and I, now I don't even remember his name. I just know him as the priest. I don't have the. Yeah, it was Father Stewart. Father Stewart. Yeah. So just his costume has seen better days. Like the collar's so loose in every scene. Yeah. It's like they can't. It's going to. Oh, we've, we found a priest co- costume at uh, Salvation Army. This is fine. It's fine. Yeah. Like it, at, for a little while, the movie, I thought they were only had three ninja costumes because there were only like three ninjas in the scene. But then they were like the final scene had like five or six. So I was like, oh, they stretched the budget and got six ninja costumes. <laughs> oh yeah it's just i also love the character names because a lot of them are so insane like there's sam the white ninja there's castro uh or excuse me there's frankie mermaid which is a <laughs> great name uh like it's yeah there's uh let's see what else was there that was really funny just somebody just their credit is just hobo <laughs> oh but and yeah and the frankie mermaid is the uh the pimp but also that just sounds like a guy that'd be like oh you know frankie the mermaid like yeah. Oh, that's, you better yeah. be careful. The Frankie Mermaid's gonna make sure you swim with the fishes. <laughs> yeah. That's why do you think they call him mermaid? <laughs> uh, just the hard edge pimp who is uh the I guess the pimp to Carol. Uh who again Which, what a hilarious stripper name or, or hooker name is just like Carol. That'll do. Yeah, you, you wouldn't think like uh you know that's a real name of like if you went to a hooker and her name's Carol, no, no like hooker's gonna say oh it's carol yeah like <laughs> as a pseudonym if you're gonna have a fake name let's have you know let's be rodney dangerfield and have a fake name you know i know she was <laughs> yeah she wasn't like oh my name is sapphire it's like my name's yeah. carol <laughs> i also work i also work at the diner down the street I- yeah yeah it's carol like your aunt's name i know <laughs> If you, in fact, if you want to call me mommy in bed, that's fine. It's also sure. a lot of mom's names too. Yeah, whatever. And uh, we have uh, Doug Jones, the the priest, the Velasa pastor. Um, I, you know, I don't have anything to say really about anybody's performance because they are what they are. You know, like no, nothing was like, oh wow, this is, you know, this guy's not bad. I thought most of them were not bad, but it's also if they were bad, it's kind of lends to the movie, you know. Yeah, I can't imagine they had uh, anybody on set coaching these actors. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. And I was like seeing who, you know, who's done what after this, because either like these people will be known for this and get other movies like this, or they have done nothing since. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or they were just, they just happened to be on the street that day and somebody was like, Hey, you want to be in a movie? <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's my goal. And, and just, I guess the entertainment industry is to be in something to where maybe I could just go to a convention and have Velocipaster on the wall behind me and I'll sign your thing. That's all if I ever, I mean, I'm going to those conventions anyway. So let me get paid to go to it. I also feel like this this movie is like one of those things where it's kind of genius in a way because there's no way that you can like really feel bad about this this film if you were the person that conceived it and executed it because like how like so much horror is like people aren't going to be offended by this movie as like it didn't live up to my artistic Mm-hmm. you know ex- expectations it's just so campy that you're like even if people are like it's amazing or if they're like it's terrible but it's like yeah it's both and that's okay yeah <laughs> it's it's like it's supposed to be bad and if something does go bad we'll just use that <laughs> and i think two people saying how crazy and bad it is is just going to make more people want to see it which is brilliant yeah nobody's like nobody wants to see a movie that was just okay you know like exactly how was it it was okay okay then i'll skip it but it's oh dude this is super bad or it's really good yeah it's like with house of gucci when everyone's like oh it's 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 fun but it's really bad and i'm like i can't wait to see it now like like, just the really bad stuff that you have to see it reminds me i don't know if you've seen the movie pieces it's an old horror movie and I think I recognize it's a, the name. Remind me what it, which one it is again. I think it's a, an Italian movie. And I think it's, it's Italian because Eli Roth, uh, the director, is high on all Italian stuffs and he talks about it. But uh, there's a scene because this guy is killing and it's called Pieces. He's trying to put together a human body, if I remember correctly. But there's a scene where the killer runs in and it's kind of a you, don't, you, never, you only see black gloves and a silhouette type thing. But the knife goes in and you could see where the, the knife goes, but then it it's a rubber knife. So it bends out on the, <laughs> on the thing. And I'm like, that's just in the movie. And nobody told me to watch for it. I just saw that. So it's not like I watched like, here's bad things that happened in the movie. It was just like, oh, I even me, the casual viewer was like, that's not right. That's so funny. I love when you catch those like, quote unquote goofs as they label mm-hmm. them on IMDb. They're so fun. Like I love I love looking for bad continuity. Like I love looking for things when people are supposed to be like drinking a drink that's in a clear glass and you can see the levels of the beverage and like mm-hmm. just all that like silly stuff when you're like, oh yeah, you guys really fuck this up. <laughs> yeah. Even the short videos I've done with continuity and you're like, did I drink more than what was in the last take or like even having like a fire in the background and like the fire's got to be the same height, like the stupidest thing. Why did we have this in the background to begin with? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, Carol is a, uh, I, is it pre-med pre-law, a hooker, doctor, lawyer, nobody's looking to hire one of those. So yeah, that's see, this is the curse of being a millennial these days. It's just, you have to do everything. <laughs> 
You have to have several jobs. Being a hooker doesn't just cut it anymore. You got to pick up a couple of side gigs as a lawyer or a doctor. Yeah. yeah usually here just like, oh, I stripped my way through college, but th- she's going full hooker on it. Yeah. She was like, I stripped during college, after college. And honestly, I had some clients that were both with me for personal reasons and then also <laughs> medically. So, you know. And I also love like if we're in a Carol setting, it's just like a like a bedroom, like the corner of a bedroom, like, again, locations I would have uh, access to. Yeah, I wonder how much of this film was shot in his apartment. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like a a twin bed. So it's just, you know, them in this twin bed. And eventually, you know, we get the story of, oh, they fall in love. Ugh. (laughs) And I guess uh, we'll, we'll talk at the end of you know how their love lives on but uh also like what's that are they i mean oh i guess he only turns into a dinosaur when he's angry because i was like how does that work or do they bone when he's a dinosaur and then i'm just (laughs) like oh but like no unless they're like in the middle of a fight and they're having makeup sex and then at at some point maybe it happens during it (laughs) and he goes from one to the other because it was unclear in this movie because i said it's it's and this is a werewolf movie, essentially. The concept is a werewolf movie. Mm-hmm. And I was so short-sighted to think that you need the plot <laughs> if he gets scratched and now he's a werewolf. Why stop at a werewolf? He could be a dinosaur. He could be a turkey. He could be whatever. Like, why aren't there more movies like this? Like a, a, a creature movie. But I don't, I guess he's, it's half werewolf, half Hulk. Because it's triggered by anger. But then later in the movie, he just turns into the, the Velociraptor for the, like just on his whim. So funny. I know there was also um, there's a movie that came up as suggested at the same time. I don't think it's the same team, but it was in the same vein. It's called uh, Lamageddon. That it's yeah. like literally. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't, but it's bookmarked, I think, on my Tubi to watch. Yeah, it is also bookmarked on mine as well because I was like, oh, I have to see this at some point. Uh, and I guess we can talk about the look of the Velociraptor. <laughs> oh, you mean the dinosaur suit? <laughs> yeah, it's clear. It doesn't even look like a Velociraptor. It looks like a a uh, like a miniature T Rex, like a Shetland T Rex. It's so. <laughs> that's an amazing way to put that like <laughs> you're like this did this win awards at like best in show like what like what is this yeah like it's i and i don't i guess they had to have a, a guy in there doing stunts so i guess it looks but it looks like like a like a fat velociraptor yeah like he got into the cupcakes before he started wrecking havoc <laughs> like, because like if you just google if you don't want to watch this movie but if you google the Velocipastor, there are the fight scenes and it's just uh like he's got a fat back and like <laughs> just, like pl- like that should just be like the header on all my social media stuff is this dinosaur fighting these ninjas and i guess we can point out that the nin- it's the the ninjas templar or something and they got a they sell cocaine to get people into uh, uh, like help groups that are faith based. So they then they become Catholic. Yeah, they're Christian ninjas, which is like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> and it's it's so weird. Like, it's, you know, he's like messing with people. There's like a, a an Australian ninja. 
at one point. And then like, uh, then you get the twist later that the, the one ninja is his brother. Yeah, that's right. Brother. There's there's so much of it that just comes as like, like so random that you're just like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, but again, he, he has got to take on these ninjas. So I, I don't, I don't know where to, there's so much in this movie that you could talk about. And I guess he's decided to only hurt bad people, which that's his mission now is he's taking out bad people. Just the bad guys, only the bad guys. <laughs> um, any other thoughts on any of the, the characters? And I, I have one, just one flashback thing in particular that I thought was super funny that we can talk about, but any other thoughts on characters? I mean, just that they're all ridiculous and and, and both perfectly and terribly cast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, uh, I'll see if my friend wants to be the pimp and just I, yell the whole movie. Frankie Mermaid, have some respect. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he comes to death in a conve- in a confession booth, which I don't know why this guy who seems to show no, re- no remorse for anything is going to confession. It's so insane. And then you get the, there, there are moments when there are kills. You save a lot of money just by having the Velasa Raptor uh, paws or the hands, but not the suit. Oh, that's right. I forgot that you, there's like things where you just see the, like, the, yeah. like the hand, the claws and stuff come in and then you just, you don't see the rest of it. And you're like, oh man, this is so insane. It's kind of like if they did that for like uh, the Marvel movies, but he just had the Hulk hands yeah right oh there's i feel like there's another movie where you saw that too i'm trying to remember what it was ah that's gonna make me crazy i'll think of it but yeah it's the whole movie is just you feel like you're you feel like you're watching or you're you're on mushrooms the entire time yeah because it'll like there'll be like a major twist but then a major twist will happen two minutes later there's not time to it's almost like watching uh, American Horror Story, which is a show I watch and I like, but I'm also like so many things happen in certain episodes where I'm like, I need time to let this sink in. I just can't have this main character die and then another one die, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, there's just so many characters that end up uh, that end up dying and then like his, like and the ending of it is so insane too like d- is that the scene you were going to talk about uh no actually the the vietnam flashback uh, flashback with ah! uh father as uh, father stewart who is you know of, of course talking about a a woman he loved and his uh combat buddy uh i'm trying to remember i wrote down uh all your all your all uh, Ali, your wartime buddy who managed to make it through the war without getting hit once. Uh, like, of course, he's like, yeah, I managed to get through the war without getting hit once. And of course, he ex- he gets hit. And then Father Stewart's holding him and he's like, no. But then the character keeps smoking as he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's like when you could tell that somebody's still breathing when they're supposed to be dead on screen and you're like we know that this is not did no one tell them to to not yeah take in deep breaths when they're <laughs> supposed to be dead well that's the thing i watch for in any movie where somebody gets killed i'm like how long are they going to hold their breath for 
I know like when they do those long shots on the body and you're like I hope that they just made like they did like a cast like a of them chest. or something yeah. yeah 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 there was a guy and I think he that was a news story a few years ago that he retired but he was like the the dead guy guy and like that's how he showcased his his himself was he played a dead guy in all these things that what his that was his forte so like he had like headshots of like him under like dead under a hood of a car and like the the big story was that he was retiring <laughs> but he was selling his website and the name so you could buy the gimmick and become the dead guy guy that's pretty brilliant like yeah. what a yeah i guess it's all about branding and just knowing your brand <laughs> <laughs> we're like he's literally on all the crime dramas like he's been in a ton of stuff just for known for being, oh, you need a dead guy. Well, I have somebody that can do that. That's going to be so funny to be on a date with somebody and be like, oh, well, you're an actor. Like, what have you been in that I would know? And he's like, <laughs> well, I was the dead guy under the hood in CSI. I was the, <laughs> the dead guy hanging from a tree and walking dead. I was like, yeah. <laughs> just like Godfather this. two when the helicopter comes and kills it. Like. Uh, all these gruesome deaths <laughs> yeah oh okay well how do you prepare for that well it's you know i have to get in the headspace of being a dead guy <laughs> well i have uh, to get real sad yeah uh, uh my other favorite line was uh i had parents once <laughs> and then the <laughs> i had parents once um but we can uh, we can jump to the big finale then if you want to do that Oh, it sure is a big finale. Uh, so basically, the, at the end, Doug catches uh, the character Sam, um, the white ninja, um, catches him off guard and uses, wait for it, telekinesis to take, yeah. <laughs> his, to take the white ninja's sword and kill him. And then Doug and our good friend Hooker Carroll are fighting off more ninjas and, and they're wounded and then as Doug, the pastor, is fighting the remaining ninjas, he gets shot by the leader of the Christian, <laughs> of the Christian uh, ninjas. Yeah. And, uh, and he gets shot with an arrow that has like this anti-venom in it to stop him uh, from, from turning rap into the... Yes. Raptor anti-venom. That's right. You heard it here first. Ra <laughs> Raptor anti-venom. But then I guess that his hands are immune to it to the anti-venom so he's still like so the rest of him is still human but the hands can kill the leader and uh and then he takes his good friend carol over to the hospital and who we thought is dead there are a couple characters in this who we thought were dead and then weren't and then father Stu ends up dying by the way he has an eye patch over his glasses which i loved i know <laughs> <laughs> He's but like she, a monocle. No, thank you. I would no, prefer this you. instead. And uh, she she goes to the hospital. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh yeah. Well, he he goes to the hospital and 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 she recovers, and then he's no longer you know a priest that's you know that people are hunting for. So they decide to travel the world and continue their idea of vengeance by killing off those criminals, baby. <laughs> and I like I thought the twist ending was going to be. Cause he was like, are you all right? And she's like, I'm fine. And then he's like, are you sure you're all right? And she's like, I'm fine. And then on the screen, it says she's fine. <laughs> but I, th I thought she was going to be like, we're fine. And that was the twist was that she was going to be pregnant. 
Oh, okay. So did you, did you do like, so I found a little, a little, uh, info after that, um, because of this movie and how much of a hit it was, apparently they're turning it into a three-part franchise. <laughs> and the next movie in the series is an LGBTQ plus vampire horror sequel, wait for it, called Outback Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny. Like, I can't wait. It's, it's going to take place in the 1800s mm-hmm. in Australia. This is so insane. Like, where a psychic lesbian school teacher teams up with an adventurer to find her missing girlfriend and to defeat Dracula and the army of the undead. I can't wait. And you know, it's going to cut to the woods and then say Australia. <laughs> Australia. <laughs> I just really hope that the same suit actor for the dinosaur is in a suit and is a kangaroo that punches somebody in the face. Like that's yeah. all I want. Yeah. I hope they shorten the snout on this velociraptor and add a pouch. And then that's all you need. <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny if they did that. Oh my God. I hope they don't go big time and have a budget of $70,000. Cause I'll really lose respect to, you know, cause they sold out. Yeah. Right. Right. It's like, come on, have some respect for what you've established. Okay? <laughs> Don't go rogue now. Give the people what yeah. they want. Um, any final thoughts uh, about Velocipaster? And I, I have more suggestions and stuff that we'll talk about after that. But overall, what did you think of Velocipaster? I mean, I love it for what it is. You yeah. know, like it's just such a fun movie. It's one of those movies that you're like, oh, let's get a group of people to just hang out and watch this because it's like you don't have to sit there and watch it with a critical eye. Like it's, a, you know, an art house movie. You can just like, like mess around with your friends and, and laugh and watch this insanity. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, uh, I would, you know, if you, it's one of those where you get together with friends and you don't have to be sober to enjoy it. It's probably better not watching it. Yeah. I, I highly recommend being, being a little stonesies when you're, <laughs> when you're watching this. Um, I have some other movies that I thought were similar. Did you, did anything come to mind besides we talked about Lamageddon, which we haven't watched, but I assume it's similar to that. Are there any other movies that come to mind, Valerie, that you would say, Hey, if you like this, you like that. I mean, for sure. Tammy and the Mm -hmm. T-Rex. Let me, let me think about some other campy. Well, I I can give you mine. Yeah. What are are yours? The first one that always comes to mind with like, can't be horror b movie is have you seen jack frost oh it's so crazy i forgot about yeah. that movie and not kevin costner i think is that one but the jack frosty it's a killer snowman which from the jump is an already outlandish premise you know it's yeah it's that movie is crazy and is and is creepy yeah and i think it features um shannon elizabeth oh wow like pre, you know, American Pie or what, whatever she's been in. Uh, Jack Frost, and also he can melt through the door like that. Um, we no just place is safe. <laughs> yeah. On, on my other podcast, uh, The Cafeteria for Thanksgiving, we watched uh, for the first time, which I hadn't seen this one, Thanks Killing. Have you seen Thanks Killing? No, but I've heard of it and I need to see it. How is it? It's, uh, you know, if you like, Velocipaster, you will like Thanks Killing. Like the first uh 
line in the movie is there's a pilgrim woman running uh, with, uh, I, I think, topless for no reason, of course, running from this killer turkey. And the first line in the movie is, nice tits, bitch, because the turkey can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see this just for that. And I, I started the sequel, which it goes from Thanks Killing, and then I don't think there's a Thanks Killing 2, but I think there's a Thanks Killing 3, uh, which I I know, I know. Like, I, I was looking to see if there's a Thanks Killing 2, but it's the first, it's the same lady from the first scene of Thanks Killing, but now she's in space, and her space suit uh, is cut out so you can see her boobs. <laughs> and oh he kills God. her in space, and again, he says nice tits bitch it's <laughs> so funny yeah there's a there's a scene where uh, uh the the boyfriend is they're doing uh doggy style and of course he gets killed and you know from behind so now the turkey uh takes a, again there in this movie it's not clear how tall this turkey is the turkey's just however tall you need him to be for the scene to happen <laughs> Yeah, is it is he fattened up because they're getting him ready for Thanksgiving? Is he still just a wee turkey? Like what? Uh, it was the classic trope of uh, somebody peed on his burial ground. Like I think it was like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three or four. I think it was four where they brought Freddy back. So a dog pees on this burial ground and then he comes back to life because he's angry. And he says, of course, oh, I'm pissed. <laughs> I want to be in the writer's room for one of these because I bet it is just so fun. Yeah, just say say whatever. Um, yeah. I have a, a couple more. Were you able to think of any? And maybe I, one you've... Go ahead, sorry. I mean, like, there's the there's the, the classic, like, Trolls 2. Yeah, which I have uh, ne- I've never seen. And I've there's a documentary about how bad that movie is. Yeah, I know. I, there's a, I haven't seen it in a while, but it's, it is just as bad as it, as okay. says it is. Okay. Uh, there's, I mean, I just even looked up like like suggestions because there's so many that are similar in name to like Llama Geddon and Velocipaster. Like there's Inhumane Witch, <laughs> which is like <laughs> a sandwich that looks like it's part, it's gross. Uh, there's Killer Pinata. There's Killer Sofa, which I think is made by the same people that did Llama Geddon. Okay. Um, Attack of the Killer Donuts. Like there's one I called mean, Birdemic. Uh, oh yeah 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 i've heard of that one too um there's a i know attack of the killer tomatoes which i've not seen but i've heard you know again that's on my list um i just was looking through some of these because i love the titles of like um well there's plan nine from outer space which i've not seen either but i've heard oh really yeah oh it's fun Dana, uh, Dana Gould does like a live action reading of it every year. That's really fun. And he gets like, it's, it's really fun. He'll get like a bunch of huge comedy people to do it. Like Bobcat will do it. Lorraine Newman. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jana Varney, like there's a bunch of people and it's so fun. I I need to see it just for, you know, it's referencing so, so much stuff that Mm -hmm. you just have to see it to, you know, it's like saying if you've seen, um, Oh, Citizen Kane, then so many Simpsons jokes make sense, you know. <laughs> uh, there's Dr. Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine, which stars uh, Vincent Price. Vincent Price is on this list a lot. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then some other ones that I have seen, um, 
one of my favorites is called Army of Frankenstein's. Oh, okay. And, and this guy, of course, a Dr. Uh, Frankenstein character in modern times is building a Frankenstein, but also has a time machine. And somehow the Frankenstein goes back into time and is multiplied and fights for the North to fight the South and the Civil War. And then they have their own Frankenstein that they build. And it's clearly like they've just had one guy be Frankenstein and they digitally affected like 40 Frankensteins into the screen. So they all look the same, but they're fighting. And the must that my favorite part is the mustaches because it's a civil war. Everybody's got to have a mustache and they're so bad. Oh my God. That's great. And uh, Lincoln is killed. Sorry, I'll spoil it, but not by John Wilkes Booth. But Lincoln falls out of the balcony and then a Frankenstein falls on top of him. And that's how he's died. He died. Isn't so. it funny how many Lincoln movies there are that involve like weird shit? Like there's the um Vampire Hunter. That yes, was my next yes, one. Yeah. Yes. That I've um, seen. Then there was like a knockoff of Zombie Hunter, which I haven't seen, but I also I don't think it can be worse than the vampire one, which it's it is what it is. You know, it's Nobody's like, that's my favorite movie. And if they are, you should, you have some things to reconsider. <laughs> Watch, uh, you know, Velocipaster. You'll have a new favorite. Yeah. You know, call, really call him <laughs> to task and be like, I'm going to one up you and your shitty movie. Taste. Yeah. Uh, I also had killer clowns from outer space. Oh you... yeah. 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 Uh, classic. Yeah. And that's, I just rewatched that and the, this little clown, uh, he gets to punch a, a man's head off, which is, just so funny Who i put it on it? yeah uh and then another one on this list that i i plan to watch i didn't see but it's on youtube for free in full length uh fdr american badass uh one of the funniest things i've ever heard was i think it was was it sam talent that said this but he called he referred to was it him i can't remember who it was somebody i was listening to referred to uh fdr is franklin deli meat roosevelt <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all i can think of franklin now deli meat. yeah so good i love that um valerie uh plug the album again plug anything that you would like before we wrap up um well the album obviously uh please love me and support local comedians and yes. uh, pre-order that that bad boy um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I have a TikTok. I'm getting around to it. It's uh, but all the handles are the same. It's just at Valerie underscore Tossy. Mm -hmm. um, I was on Conan. You can watch my Conan set and uh, just, I don't know, stalk me online in like a cool chill way. <laughs> yes, do that. Uh, Valerie, thank you for being on. It was, it was fun to, to catch up and talk the Velocipaster like we always do. Oh God. I mean, truly, we just, this is a weekly thing. We just break down this movie over and over and over again. <laughs> just can't wait for the, the sequel and uh, the whatever down, down under vampire. Oh, Outback Dracula. Sorry, I'm I'm gonna sorry. Be, <laughs> I will go to a midnight showing of that. And like the night it comes out, if it even gets a theatrical release. <laughs> yeah. Well, it should with that title, oh. but uh, Valerie, thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. Oh.